Shut up and sit down. Welcome, welcome everybody to episode 127 of Third Shift. I am the one true king, the ruler of all, the only inglorious bastard amongst all of the inglorious bastards, Mr. Eric. And with me today is nobody mr matt i think he fell i think he's gone i think he's been consumed he flew away crossed the world i don't know where in a mysterious adventure maybe he's talked about it maybe he hasn't i don't know but let me tell you he's still gone is he coming back we might never know and if he doesn't well <laughs> The true me will come out soon, boys and girls. The true me will soon be here. Oh, indeed, indeed, indeed. I have so many things planned for all of your little, tiny, little, binny, binny, pop up ears. But until then, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be professional one last time. And I'm going to have a nice, fun, interactive, cool little show with just me, myself, and, you know, that's it. So, hey... Without further ado, once again, welcome to the show. I hope you're all ready. Let's get this rocking and rolling by saying, Hey, Eric, how was your week, buddy? <laughs> I am so glad you asked. Gosh, I'm just so glad. You are my best friend. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. Hey, hey, sounds kind of kind of mean, man. Hey, shh, 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 shh. Anyways, whatever. The evil taxon, the evil quarterin, the month of January draws to a close. We can put it all behind us. No longer do I have to worry about all the long hours and sadness. We are moving back into a happy time frame, a happy timeline, where we can all smile and play video games and hang out with friends and family and all that good stuff once again. And that is precisely what I did. This weekend, I got to get into the VIP demo for Anthem. And I know last week we had a little discussion on whether we think that one's going to be able to make it with the competition surrounding it. And I have a, a better outlook. Still some questions, still some things that need to be polished up or whatever. But I'm going to talk a little bit about that later in the show. Anywho's for now, I played that over the weekend. Had a great time. Moving on from there. Got back into work. Monday hit. And I don't know if you all know, but we, we live in this little tiny state called Michigan. And amongst some other states, we were also one of those ones that got caught up in the polar vortex of doom. So all this week, it's been Arctic temperatures, colder than Antarctica, freezing things, doors freezing, people dying out in the streets. Holy crap, right? States shutting down, cities shutting down, businesses all over shutting down, the Postal Service themselves shutting down. All the schools shutting down. My wife and children have had a whole second Christmas vacation, basically. What a wonderful treat. But our job, we toughed it out. We toughed it out. You know, we went outside, hopped in that car. I watched my pinky finger fall off. I said, no, that's okay. You know what? We got, we got a job to do. We got a job to do, boys and girls. And we just toughened our little bunny butts up. And we headed right on into that job. And they said, oh... Hey, one in three losses, that's acceptable. Thank you. All those who made it, thank you. And to those who didn't, well, 
We send our regards. That's my voice of work. So that's what we did. We worked all week. We've been going through this whole vortex crap. Nobody's going outside. Nobody's doing much anything except to shovel enough to snow off so you can get in and out of your house in case you need to. So there you go. You have it. You have my week. That's what I did. I hope you guys enjoyed that little snippet into my life. Now, since the Matt is not here and may not drop anything, I will say I don't know if he is or not. If he does, cool beans. You guys get a little bonus. Danny does something. Hey, that's on her. Bonus for you. I doubt it because she's hard at work editing all the stupidity I do and mess up on. So there you go, people. Rocking on in to the business at hand, all right? You guys know that we got some freaking shift codes for the preseason. If you guys want them, I could say all the things Matt says, like, oh, hit up our Twitter, hit up our favorite content creator, blah, 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 blah. But you all know where to go. You go to where we are and you get them codes and you get them keys and you go get your little loot. And you have a good old time. And you know why? Because guess what? You need the loot. You need the good times. You need to be on Borderlands 2 and Borderlands a pre-sequel. But more specifically, you're going to need to be in Borderlands 2. You know why? Well, I don't know. Well, you heard something? Is there some news going around? Well, there sure is, okay? So, The Hunt is coming up, everybody. Yes, Borderlands 2 The Hunt is going to be beginning February 4th at noon, 2019, and it will be ending midnight February 8th, 2019. What is The Hunt? Well, in The Hunt, you saw, well, first off, <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself, you freaking moron. <laughs> first, you got to go ahead and go sign up. If you're interested in participating, head on over to The Hunt, go, go to Google, hit in The Hunt, Borderlands 2, it'll pop up. They've got a website up there. You can click the buttons, go ahead and get yourself registered. Make sure you do that if you want to participate. If you just want to watch, the site will also probably show you all sorts of content creators who will be streaming it. I know Gathalian, shout out to Gathalian. He's always doing it every year. Uh, I think Morning Afterkill, Motto, a.k.a. you know Randy Jr. or Randy, future Randy, whatever he is, you know what I'm saying? Those guys and many others will be in there participating. All right, now that's out of the way. The hunt is you start a fresh character in Borderlands 2. You love that character. You collect as much loot as you possibly can. You have to get the different uniques, legendaries, epics, all this stuff. They've got an entire list of which ones qualify as points. And the goal is to get all of those weapons. And once you have them, you'll go sync back up with the old... Uh, the website, and it'll register that you have that point, that weapon, and then you keep going, trying to get Pearl Essence, all this good stuff, racking up the points, trying to beat everybody else out, and while you're doing this, of course, you're having fun, you're streaming this thing, because the whole point of this is to raise money for St. Jude's, all right? So you're going to want to get in there, you want your donations, whatever, things like that to be flying to St. Jude's, and have a great time with the community, the winner is announced at the end of the whole shindig. All sorts of praise and commotion will be done. You're going to be a hero. Whoever wins and anybody else who participates is a hero because you know what? The money raised that goes to St. Jude is huge. It's awesome. It helps. Why wouldn't you want to help a good cause? If you got time, you got the means, get on over there. Check out the hunt. It's really cool. They do it every year. It's been going on forever. year, ten years now. Don't make a stop now, everybody. There you go. A little bit of Gearbox news for you. Also, another little piece of Gearbox news. 
And this was coming from Ashley over on Twitter. And if you don't know Ashley Leons, he's a VFX artist over at Gearbox Software. Good guy. We have talked to him personally and on the show uh, a while back ago. I don't remember. It was a year and a half ago. I don't know. You can go check out that episode. Hopefully we're going to have him on the show again soon. But any of the who's, this coming up year, GDC, which 2019, which runs from March 18th to the 22nd, he will be doing a lecture in which he's going to be, and I quote here, <clears throat> Ashley will discuss how cartoonish and 2D visual effects were integrated into the 3D environment of Battleborn. The talk will explain the creative process from concept to implementation, how each effect complemented and personality of its character, and the process behind it all. In a nutshell, he's going to be discussing VFX effects for specifically Battleborn, which is outstanding because that game is awesome, Looked gorgeous, is, well, I shouldn't say looked gorgeous, looks gorgeous, and was a ton of fun. It'll be nice to have him get out there and talk some stuff, talk about some stuff in that game, probably showing models along the way. So if you're interested in VFX effects, how they the 2D, 3D works, all that good stuff, hey, make sure you go to GDC if you can. And if you can't, I'm sure it's going to be up on some sort of uh, vlog, video, form, YouTube, somewhere at some point in time. So stay tuned, everybody. Now, beyond that, I'm sad to report there's not too much else going on in the Gearbox world. Fortnite, of course, is going and doing all sorts of wacky stuff. The Epic Games Store is up and running now, and that has its whole new different set of things happen right now. It got the exclusive rights to, like, freaking Division and now Metro, and there's a whole stink going up on that. But I don't really cover Epic. We don't really cover Epic, per se. So... Just a note, if you're interested in catching up on all that and what they're up to as a whole, feel free to. And with that, I think we've come to the conclusion that there is no more Gearbox news. And it makes me very sad. Because I wish there was. I wish we had an announcement for a new game. I wish we had some cool little tidbit that I didn't know. And that it was given to me. It made me very happy, but there is not. So, without any more ado and any more rambling... Let's head on in to the little topic I wanted to discuss for this evening. Now, I told you at the beginning of the show that I played a little game called Anthem. Alright, got into the VIP demo, and I will tell you this. First and foremost, you heard what I just said, demo? Yes, it was not a demo, it was much more along the lines of a beta. Alright, so... There were bugs. There was, of course, the usual, the server issues, but that was fixed fairly quickly. It became apparent, however, that they had a lot of other problems, and that was in the entitlement bugs, uh, server performance in general, but like I said, that wasn't too big of an issue. Platform bugs involving the javelin unlock. Some people weren't able to unlock the javelin, which, if you didn't know, at level 12, you could unlock a second javelin to go play around in the demo and just kind of get a feel for it. There were also uh, different client bugs, and the biggest one was the 95% loading screen bug, okay? I can't stress to you enough how aggravating this thing was. Every time you went to load into an event, free play, stronghold, mission, the game itself, oftentimes it would get to 95% and it would lock up. Then you'd have to uh, push the PlayStation button, end application, reboot, and if you were in a stronghold, free play, etc., you had to hope that it would ask you if you wanted to continue your story. 
And if you clicked yes, typically it'd put you in. Sometimes it didn't though. And sometimes it didn't ask you at all. It just made you start over. Very, 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 very annoying. There were also some other issues in the game where like sometimes the experience wouldn't count. Uh, the, the things you earned, the, the currency you collected, whatnot, didn't register, didn't come on. So bugs were there. Is this to be expected? Somewhat? Yes. There's always going to be that issue. But my issue, my, my problem with it all was that they said it was a VIP Anthem demo. And what that means to me, to me personally, you know, I could be misinterpreting it all, is that this, this is a polished piece of a game. All right, This is like a done section of the game. And they're dropping it into your lap for you to experience, for you to taste, for you to have some fun with. And really get a feel for what the game is like. Smooth as butter, crisp. You want it to be nice because it's a VIP demo, mind you. So most people had to buy the extra $10 version to get into this. The EA Access, you know, had to have that. Or had to have the friend code from somebody who did one of those things. So this wasn't for everybody. So you expect a little bit more. And unfortunately, like I said, it played much more like a, a beta typically does, where there's bugs, there's issues, there's server crashes, thing, you know, they're, they're, they're fixing problems, testing things out the whole time, trying to get everything up and run for you. Even with all that, I still had a great time. And I still think Anthem has a great shot at being a fantastic game. And I would hope that those who got to play understand that underneath those issues, there was a gem in here, all right? So, you start off as a ranger, and it's a third-person game, but in the Fort Tarsus, you're in first person. So, you start off first person in Fort Tarsus, you go around, you meet some of the people of the town, everybody is unique, you know, character-wise, they got cool voices, all their little own story dialogue, things going on. A lot of the stuff was closed off, I couldn't, you know, really talk to many people, only a few of them. But Matthias, one of the individuals you do interact with for your mission in this VIP demo, was a crazy weird character. Very, very cool the way they played everything out and how everything went down. And it really got me stoked because the, the voice acting, the way the animations were, just the interactions as a whole really felt Mass Effect-like. So I feel, I feel good stating that the story might just be there. They might just be able to pull off a good story here. And that gets me really excited because typically these... These type of, you know, games as a service, their, their story's loose at best. This might be the one. And this might help. If it does have a, an awesome story, as I, as I hope, as we discussed last week, this might be something that helps push it into the realm of stiff competition for the likes of Division and Destiny 2. I hope so. Anyways... So after you get acquainted, after you figure out what Fortarsis is all about, they introduce you to your javelin. They say, hey, how about you go ahead and shoot off, okay? So you take off on your first mission, and it introduces you, gets you going, you get the feel for it. The beautiful part of this is you start off in a very large open environment. So immediately, you can jump with your javelin down, learn to fly, fall. You know, when you, There's no falling damage, so if you fall down, it's just doosh, you just land. So of course, inevitably, if you don't know how to fly right away, it's no big deal. You're going to learn. And it gives you a little area here where you can fly around, shoot your guns, mess around, figure out what you're doing, get your bearings, and then continue on your merry way. And let me tell you, I've said it on the Patreon exclusive, but I want to say it here. And I'm going to say it here also because I just really think this game is something special and has potential. So I want a lot of folks to hear about it. 
the flight in this game, the way you go around is just beautiful, smooth as butter. It is such an experience. You would think flying around quickly in a javelin, you know, whatever, mech suit, at high speeds within this huge 3D environment could be difficult, cumbersome, you know, whatever. No. However, the magic worked with the controls and the controller, you feel like you are a god while you're flying around. It feels so good just to go, you're flying straight ahead, then you just dive straight down, B-bomb right down to the bottom, and you know what, there's a huge lake, no worries, right in the lake you go, now you're underwater, but here's the problem, (laughs) then the controls go completely wonky, because you're underwater, I will say, those controls underwater, holy moly, go into your swim sensitivity, turn it way down, and it gets better, but still, I hope they do a little tweaking with that, because you go from air Feeling like, oh my god, this is the best. I, I I can do everything Iron Man does. I'm better than him. Blah, blah, blah. And then you go underwater and you're like, and you're a space fish flogging around, slamming into walls, don't know where you're going, completely disoriented. You're going down when you should be going up. Next thing you know, you don't know it's dark. You have no idea where you're at. It can be a mess. So, please fix that. That would be nice. Thank you. Anyways... It's still cool that you can just go right into the water, sit, get into an underground, underwater cave, swoop through, come up. There's treasures in this little cave you found in the middle of nowhere in this huge area. Really great. And, of course, while you're going from your mission area to mission area, there's dens and nests of different baddies. You know, there's primitive little creatures running around doing their own thing, the animals. Then there's also, like, the, the baddies themselves, the scars, and what, and then, of course, these renegade renegade lancers and stuff going on so you can choose to go over there and kill them and see if they've got any loot laying around you know there's treasure chests based in the different areas so you can go find those and then of course go complete your mission the missions there were a few of them were very cool very fun had me very vested in finding out how it all went down they had nice little mini bosses at the end of it to make the experience a nice full complete you know shindig And as I said, this whole first mission area, you are going from level 10 to 15. So basically through the missions, you're going to be the ranger. All right, and he's your basic soldier. You know, he's got your good defense, good offense, mid-range weaponry, all that good stuff. Grenades, the Jericho rounds like you see uh, from Iron Man. (laughs) Missiles flying everywhere, that kind of stuff. Very run-of-the-mill Good to go, all around, awesome javelin. All right, I'm hearing a lot of good buzz about this one. I'm hearing everyone really loves it, and so far, a lot of the individuals, the streamers, etc., who are real big on this game, think that this is going to be like the everyone is going to have to have a ranger side character ready to go just in case. So you you start with them because obviously, duh, they're the most mid range, mid ground character. You get a feel for it. You're having a great time. Once you hit 12, and this is basically around when you end up wrapping up the missions anyway, and then you can go experience the Stronghold or the Free Play, which I'll talk about briefly in a minute. You then unlock the ability to you know, choose one more Javelin. Be it the Interceptor, who is your ninja, the Storm, which is your hover above the ground, casting large, magical, quote fingers, type abilities, you know, controlling the area, basically setting up combos. Or the Colossus, who's your tanky, get in there, pull up your shield, take some big hits, throw out some heavy artillery, you know what I mean, protect the other players, call the, uh, 
He's got basically a war cry, which gets all the aggro for a couple seconds from bad guys in the uh, immediate area. Really cool, really handy. You get to pick one of those. And then you can choose, obviously you can still be the ranger, or you can switch over to the, the next one and play as them for the remainder of your time in the demo. I chose the Interceptor, and let me tell you, wow, what a different experience. Playing the Ranger, like I told you, you're a good soldier. Throwing grenades, shooting your freaking assault rifles, ha ha ha, flying around, having a good time. The Interceptor, completely different. Super nimble, super quick, flying around like nobody's business, doing all sorts of twirls and fancy little moves. And instead of shooting my weapons, I'm getting in people's faces and slicing and dicing them with a sword. All right, it's all about jumping in, using your abilities, busting shields, hitting them big time, throwing acid on them, getting combos in, taking them out quickly, and then getting out of dodge. The ninja, or <laughs> the interceptor, is very squishy. All right, so it forces you to be quick. It forces you to get in, throw some really heavy hits in, and then get the heck out of dodge, get your shield regenerated, and then get back in. You're kind of like that strike team. So basically, what's going to want to happen, in, in my head anyway, is the storm's going to be up above, kind of surveying the battlefield, calling shots, telling the Interceptor where the elites with the shields are and whatnot, and then Interceptor's going to buzz in there, bust out the shields, or bust out that elite that they need out of the way, and then get out of dodge, get shields back, and then strike again wherever needed. All the while, the Colossus will be haggering all the big main enemy types, keeping the uh, fire off the storm and then the soldiers or interceptors or whoever, it doesn't matter. And this, the storm themselves, of course, the entire time while they're sh calling the shots is going to be throwing down big O AOEs, setting up combos for the other classes, and the soldier or ranger will be in the back, mid-range, just prop, prop, popping off bad guys, throwing down grenades, throwing out the Jericho missiles, and of course, now you got your whole team working in unison, having a great time busting out enemies left and right. Holy moly. Now what I just explained to you seems like, hey, oh man, do you really gotta have like all the different, you know, characters in there to make it a cool squad, make it work right? The developers have specifically said no. You will be able to do events with multiple of any one type. They said it might be more challenging, it may be more difficult, but they said you should be able to do anything in the game with any combination of javelins as long as you're good at what you do. Obviously, they said there will be situations where it's easier with specific types to take in and, uh, you know, that kind of back-and-forth relationship where you're able to tit-for-tat. But let it be known that if you, all four of you, are like, no, man, we're going to be, we're all freaking going to be interceptors. You can do that. And speaking of four, that's the group size. You can have four people in your group. As of now, for any events that I got to play in the demo... I don't know, they said they were going to have like some kind of raid-like thing in the game post-launch, but they don't want to talk about it yet. I don't know if that's going to involve more javelins or if it's still going to be four, but right now the Strongholds, Missions, Free Play, all four players. Now, Free Play is where you just go into the big open world, and we got to go into these two different sections they allow you to choose from and fly around, and there's these world events you can do that pop up randomly. You go there initiates a, a whole sequence and it's like oh we've got reports of the scar trying to steal a shield protect it so you protect the shield do all the good things bada bing bada boom afterwards there's a big old treasure chest that pops up you get all the loot and depending on whether you're on easy normal hard grandmaster one two three 
depends on what kind of loot drops out of it, the quality of the loot, well, the chance at quality of loot, because all loot is random. There's no affixed pieces to anything. All bosses, all treasure chests, anything and everybody could possibly drop that legendary piece, that masterwork, the epic, the, the uncommon, common, rare, because this game has the loot system like Diablo, you know, the, the whole color system going on. It was a good time. Flying around was just fun. I enjoyed just flying. I mean, I, I just enjoyed the environment. I just enjoyed the world. And the only thing I didn't notice, and I'm not sure if this stands in the demo, was an issue or not. I didn't ask. But if I made a free play environment and I went into it, you know, several other javelins could join me. So I'd see my field play out with a couple other javelins. They'd be doing their own thing or maybe they'd come help. Whatever. Doesn't matter. After I'm done, I would say, okay, I got enough blues here. I need to get out of here and go identify them. Because, if you didn't know, and this is a downfall for me. Some people like it. I don't, personally. Any loot you get is unidentified. You have to leave the free play or the stronghold or the mission by completing it to get your loot. At which point, then it's identified, and then you can see what you got. See if it's upgrades, whatever, what stuff you want to sell, or craft. Um, or, you know, break down to craft into different pieces. Because there is crafting in this game, by the way. But when I did that, it would drag... It looked like it dragged the other javelins with me. And that's unfortunate. I hope that it was just, a, you know, a weird glitch in the screen. And that they didn't actually have to leave that session because I left. Because that would be super frustrating if you're just tagging on into free play. And then the individual who's hosting it like leaves and then you get booted out too if you're in the middle of a fight with a large enemy who is going to possibly drop some crazy cool loot that'd be very frustrating i've got to imagine that's not the case and it was just some weird glitch where it showed them all at the end screen with me and then we all left but if it is yuck i hope that i hope that gets knocked out or whatever i don't it's just not good so as you see i've been rambling and rambling on about free play the missions etc lastly we did the stronghold which was your dungeon we went in there, me and a couple buddies, we did it on easy, we did it on normal, we did it on hard. Let me tell you, when it's on hard, what a good time it is. You got to think, you got to synergize, you got to focus. There'll be like these turrets and you got to make sure that I would fly in, I would knock those turrets out as quick as possible. And then while the Colossus is getting the attention of some people, I'd have to fly over where the storm tells me to go, knock out some snipers because with no snipers are up, man, they rip you apart. So it's super important to get to them. The teamwork involved was just really fun. Really great. Just really got me back into that whole games as a service mood and vibe. Where I'm like, yeah, I'm having fun with buddies. We're talking back and forth. We're strategizing. We're doing this. It's happening. And then that feeling of gratification when you did it successfully and got through it. Man, what a good time. The boss was really cool. Had his weak points. Had his phases. Did his jump away. Then you had to control ads. Really good stuff. The graphics were phenomenal, looked really gorgeous. I mean, I got a PS4 Basic, and it still looked gorgeous. I can't imagine what a Pro looks like or, you know, if I could use my PC. But unfortunately, cross-play is not possible. I Man, I don't know. I will tell you right now, in summation, that after this VIP demo, I really do think that this game has a chance to compete with the other games-as-a-service games and hold its own, even without PvP, which, by the way... The developer just recently stated that they're not against PvP. It's just going to be one of those post-launch issues where if enough people want it and there's enough interest there, it's something they could put in eventually. And if there's not because the game is fun enough just as a looter shooter you know, type thing, 
hey, then there's no need for it. But either way, with what I experienced and the fun I had, I'm definitely more positive that this game has a good shot of, of rocking it out, especially if the story stands up and everybody that I've met so far and everybody that I have yet to meet is portrayed just as well as Matthias was. Oh, goodness gracious. It's got potential, boys and girls, minus the hiccups. And I will also say briefly, apparently there was a Tokyo show just recently, and a lot of the uh, creative peeps, you know, uh, cre- you know, streamers, etc., all got to go to this thing and check it out. And they got a version that's like much farther along. That's basically almost launch version. All sorts of cool minor improvements that aren't in the VIP demo and will not be in the public demo. Already imply, already implemented, already in there, already rocking and rolling, which puts a smile on my face. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I know it's not that easy just to pop down a slice of something to give to everybody. But it wouldn't have been nice to just give us that really polished piece that the individuals at the Tokyo uh, event got to check out because they'd have got a closer look at what the game's actually going to be in a final product. But hey, that's neither here nor there. They said they had to do a lot of balancing to make sure you were going to get to experience a lot of stuff, a lot of fun, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And yes, I did say a open free demo. And to end it all, I will say, if any of this has interested any of you listening out there whatsoever... Please consider heading over onto your Xbox One, your PlayStation 4, PC, and downloading the Anthem demo, which will be live tomorrow, February 1st, and will end February 3rd, so Friday through Sunday. And I think it ends like at 8 p.m. Eastern Time Sunday, so make sure if you do want to play and you're thinking Sunday's your only free day, you get on before that, otherwise you're going to be SOL. And a bonus special for anybody playing in this free demo. On Sunday, they've promised that there's going to be a special event that they're going to show off to kind of conclude the whole demo process and then the lead into launch. So if you want to see something special, you want to see whatever this is, I don't know what it is. People are suspecting it's a Shaper event, which is like some huge, cool, cataclysmic thing that happens with all sorts of cool stuff, baddies and whatnot. That's Sunday. That's the last day this thing's up. So be sure to check it out. If it's not something that interests you, hey, don't worry about it. Wait for the Division demo. Wait for Borderlands 3. Wait for friggin' any other game that you are interested in. But I will tell you this. I had fun. It's free. I would recommend you at least check it out. That way you can be part of a conversation, whether to say it sucks or it's good. That's on you. Doesn't matter to me. And with that, we're going to end it. We're going to call the show a night. We're going to call the show a night. That's what we're going to do. Hey, show, you are a night, sir. You are a night ma'am, whatever it is you want to be, that's what you are. No, just kidding. We're going to call the show quits. We're going to come to an end and say, hey, it's been a blast. It's been a pleasure. So as Matt always tells you, you can check out the Twitter, check out Facebook, check out our website, check out all the other places that we hang out. Please consider giving us the thumbs ups, likes, five star ratings, mailbag questions, suggestions, all that because it really does help us out and we really do appreciate it. And if you didn't know, we do have a Patreon set up as well, where you can head over, throw us a buck, throw us five bucks, throw us a hundred bucks, throw us a thousand dollars. We treat it just like a little old tip jar. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us. It really does fill our hearts with joy, makes us feel loved and warm and fuzzy inside. 
and gives us that motivation to continue on and keep going. Plus, of course, that money is used to buy the games that we talk about on the show, to buy equipment to keep this thing running, to buy the software to put ourselves on the Internet and stay on the Internet. All this keeps us rocking and rolling. However, if you don't have any money and you're like, man, I really do like those boys and girls over there at Third Shed, but i got to feed the baby, you know? Formula is important. Formula is expensive. I understand. You can... As Matt says, go give us them five-star ratings. Go give us the likes, thumbs up, follows on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. YouTube. These things help us out. Everybody always says it. I know the streamers, all the content creators always tell you this, but it's because it's true. It really does help us out. We really do appreciate it. So there you are. I hope all of you stay warm, especially if you're in this polar vortex crap just like we are. And if you aren't, well, lucky you. Just go outside and have yourself a grand old time for me, okay? And until next time, hey, don't forget to save, save, bye-bye. Shut up and sit down.